this being kind of a, the great reset. You can take the right posture and maintain the right perspective and really come out of this living a lot more intentional and, and essential life. Tuning into the Essential Podcast. This is Tommy Barco with Barco Financial. And today we're going to talk about what has been called the Great Reset and some things we've stopped doing. So Matt's here with us to discuss, as always. Man, are you still doing the podcast or what's going on? Oh, I'm still doing the podcast, Tommy. For now. <laughs> For now. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, we have been rapidly reminded of obviously what we can do, what we can't do. And the things that are essential have become more and more clear, I think for a lot of people. And, uh, this podcast is important to us. And so we continue to do it and bring it to you. But a lot of things have been taken away, Matt. There's things we've stopped doing as a result of the situation we're in and, uh, look forward to kind of unpacking this in, in light of essentialism too. So, yeah, I think this is really a nice time too to sort of, you know, reset the podcast tone a little bit because, um, you know, this is not meant to downplay all the deaths and lost jobs and things that are, you know, going on in the world um, that right. are terrible. But I think it's time for, you know, sort of an uplifting uh, message and how we can turn this into lemonade, so to speak. Right. A silver lining, if you will. And so the Great Reset, which we mentioned at the beginning, is, you know, hey, this this kind of forced time to reflect on what does matter as things that maybe had kept us busy and required our attention and distraction have been stripped away. Now, there are plenty of things that we could have probably replaced and been become distracted with, but all the extracurricular activities are gone, right? All, you know, we've lost things, graduations and entertainment opportunities, trips to theme parks, travel, concerts, you know, things that are good that we enjoy, uh, graduations, proms, uh, all kinds of traditions, things that have been postponed or canceled, sporting events, right? So a lot of stuff has changed. You know, we can't eat out anymore. So that's what we want to talk about. Now that we have kind of this blank canvas, obviously life has still moved forward, but we now will have the opportunity to choose what we bring back into our lives in a lot of ways. You know, do we prefer a home cooked meal over the takeout and what was keeping us from being able to do that more regularly or you know, do we, you know, eliminate some, like I've, I've got small children real active in sports and we love that and we've missed a lot of those things, but maybe we had a little bit too much going on. So which ones are really, really essential, really important, and we can add those back in when appropriate. So those are the kind of lemonade options that we have that you mentioned, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, absolutely. I know um, one of the things that I have stopped doing is and I guess this is more related to the to the sign of the times, but I got really caught up in watching the numbers and tracking the virus and seeing it all go. And finally to the point that I realized that, man, what am I doing this for? Mm -hmm. it, it makes 
no difference whether I'm watching it or not watching it, how fast it's going to unfold, especially since, you know, the majority of people, including myself, are sheltering in place. So the fact that I checked it every day, you know, what's the saying? A watch pot never boils doesn't mm-hmm. change the outcome. And it also ended up freeing up probably 30 minutes to an hour of my time daily, probably more like two hours, I guess, if you think, you know, morning, noon, and night, checking the phone, checking to see what's going on. So that, that's one thing that I'm going to keep doing. Kind of mentioned it in the last one of the prior podcasts, which was turn off the national news but keep the local news on. So you know what's going on locally, weather, all that good stuff, but you don't have to follow every detail. And in fact, they're designing it so you feel like you have to, so they can continually get ad revenue money. And that's one of the things that we've talked about over and over again with Essentialism, Tommy, is just tuning out as much noise as possible. Yeah, that's fantastic. I uh, have done the same thing, went from overanalyzing and following, you know, every single instance and have resorted to now being kind of curating exactly what I want to see and when I want to see it. And it's amazing now, anytime some of those things come back on the TV or come across our attention, like even the music and how dramatic it sounds and the graphics and the colors of the graphics, you know, all those things can really cause loss of control that we talked about before. But one of the things that we mentioned when we were doing, I think we did like nine webinars in 10 days or two weeks. And one of the things we said on that was this is really, obviously this is an unprecedented circumstance that we find ourselves in. And it's largely because of the reaction to a virus, right? There have been viruses. There are viruses. There are, they have, there have been pandemics. There have been economic troubles, but this was the first viral virus. So, you know, that being able to track and see how many people had been infected in what parts of the world and what counties of your state and, you know, what zip codes of your city really, really, I think led to some unhealthy habits and strip those away now and, and don't replace them, you know, focus on what is, what's essential and keep the volume on that kind of noise turned down. Well, and speaking of habits, you know, one that we kind of grew into, and I think a lot of people do who have less time is eating out. Finally uh, had enough of eating out at the local restaurants, or rather, uh, I should say, getting takeout or carry out over the last, what is it now, two months, that it's, it's like you said at the beginning, it's back to home cooked meals, it's healthier, it's better, and, you know, I've enjoyed it a lot more and it kind of turns it into a little bit of a fun family time as well. No Mm -hmm. kids here, but if you had kids, I could see how helping them prepare that number one starts good habits with them. But number two can be a, a fun opportunity to spend with your family. Yeah, man, I agree completely. That's been an accurate description for most of the time for, for our home. I mean, things aren't always stress-free and and we've had schoolwork and Shelly and I have both been working obviously. And so it hasn't been just, just sit around and and enjoy the whole time. But some things that I kind of grieve to see happen again, are like the commutes and some of these things that are necessary evils, you know, that take our time that, uh, you know, we'll probably eventually return to our lives, but just not having to, to get ready for 
and then drive to a location and then maybe even deal with distractions once you're there has allowed some some neat focus and freed up opportunities for afternoon walks and cooking meals and some of the things you mentioned earlier so that's been a neat silver lining if you will and there's always a trade-off we talk about that often you know maybe there are ways that you've discovered things that you've really enjoyed being able to do participate in and there are trade-offs that you will have to choose to make or not make that will allow you to continue to do this so commuting to place of employment may not be one of those but there may be other things that you could help structure around keeping these things priorities you know taking more time on the weekends and doing those things then or coming straight home eliminating extracurricular activities when when necessary and those kinds of things well and tommy you mentioned silver lining i think a big one for a lot of people and i know myself um really kind of falls around the law of familiarity which basically says the more familiar something is to you the more likely you are to take it for granted and i think there were a lot of people um, especially myself who you're not being able to get together with friends and family members at least in a normal fashion there's still you know skype and facetime and all that good stuff but being able to see people and in uh, person going out to social events I think has really helped me and other people I assume really appreciate those things more and understand one how special that is two how lucky we are to sort of have those freedoms Mm -hmm. within society itself and uh, it's getting a little deeper than I'd like to there but I mean being able to go to a concert every month or every two weeks or whatever it may be can take that for granted that we have that freedom and the ability to do that because there's other people that don't. So being able to miss things that you would normally be able to do has given me a much more appreciation and gratitude for being able to do those, which I re- I have really enjoyed, even though I can't do the things that I entirely want to do. Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, when we talk about things we're not doing or things we can't do, it's not just bad things like the news, right? And learning to turn that off. It's there are things we can't do or aren't doing that we miss, like watching or attending an event, sporting event, eating out, you know, and then some of those we may kind of conclude like really as all of this began to unfold, we took a trip and it included a stop at Disney world. And this was all kind of starting to happen on the West coast. And as, as we now know, was probably across the country And, you know, looking back now, Disney World's been closed for months and some of these things we visited and experiences we had in in Florida and on the coast, you know, were just really kind of taken for granted at that time. We enjoyed them. We had fun. We made great memories. And I wouldn't go again right now. The time's not right, even if I could. But it just changes the whole context of that and gives you some appreciated perspective of you know time with family and getting together and hugging somebody and all these things we'll be able to do again and maybe even already are but you can look at those things like travel and what types of travel and entertainment eating out extracurricular activities i keep mentioning all those but you can look and say hey these are the ones i missed and that i really that really bring me joy that really add to my life and enhance the direction that I'm looking to go. And these are the things that were really just distracting that were really robbing from me or keeping me from the essentials. And so this being kind of the great reset 
you can take the right posture and maintain the right perspective and really come out of this living a lot more intentional and an essential life. Well, Tommy, one last thing I'll touch on that I say that I'm not doing it anymore is I'm not going to ignore my physical health mm-hmm. any longer or continue to put it on pause because we've talked about this before. Yeah. But one of the nice things about being quarantined for as long as we have or working from home is you save 30 minutes on each side of the drive. Now, everyone's drive is not 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but there is extra time to be found. And so using that time for personal development, whether it's reading, working out, getting extra sleep, spending more time with your family, I think is crucial because you can now take advantage of that drive time. So, And the nice thing is, once you start doing it and getting that habit into place, whether you're working out, reading, whatever it may be, the odds of it sticking once you go back to normal are going to be much higher than if you just tried to, let's say, quarantine's over. Now you say, I'm going to start working out and get in shape now. Your odds are going to be much better to do it and start now. So that's that's another thing I'm not going to do is ignoring personal health. Yeah, that's a great one. Build those habits now figure out the way they can be incorporated into your routines and make them part of your life from from now on. I think that's great advice. And uh, it's been a fun discussion. Hopefully it's helped everybody tuning in. The thing that I'm not doing (laughs) now that uh, I'll I'll mention in closing that I will do in the future, and it's because I can't, is buy hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes and chicken breast. It's been it's been interesting. Most prosperous country in in the world and maybe in in the history of the world and we haven't been able to obtain the things that we normally had. And so I've missed some of that and looking forward to it being a little bit of a normal normal world again in those regards. We've talked about this before. I've been a long time user of sanitizer and <laughs> hygiene and and uh, so my habits in that regard haven't changed very much, but now it's just harder to find those things. So I won't take it for granted in the future. So I'm sure everybody's <laughs> got a story like that or a comment. Hopefully this podcast finds you well and that you can implement these things in your life and move, move into this next season, next chapter. And with a lot more focus on personal development, self-care and being intentional. We'll wrap it up there. As always, we'll be coming back with another episode sooner than later. And until then, thanks for tuning in and keep it essential. Thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc., and advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.